I wouldn't say that I've forgiven these two men. Um, I don't have compassion for them. No. I just don't. I'm so sorry. But, and you know, I look back into the details of each situation and I don't think that they were doing their best. No. I really <laughs> don't. And if I do kind of dwell on it and the and if I was really honest with myself, I would say I do have anger about certain things. I oh, do yeah. not want certain people in my life. And so for me, that this is a difference. Welcome to The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. We are breakup coaches, here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The X-Files. Let's (laughs) talk about forgiveness. So... Forgiveness can either set us free or leave us feeling like we're doing something wrong after a breakup if we're struggling to get to this Mm -hmm. promised land of forgiveness. So (laughs) that's such a good way to think of it. Yes. Not really. No, not a good way to think about it, but it's a good way to describe how it's portrayed. Portrayed. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm supposed to do this thing. Right. Um, But we're going to set the record straight, kind of, as much as we can. Um, To help with your healing journey, we're taking this deep dive into the ambiguity around forgiveness, the role it may or may not play in your breakup, and how to decide for yourself what it means for you and your situation. So our professional experiences with how the concept of forgiveness comes up around breakups. We've we've heard a lot about forgiveness over the past year or so of the podcast. So some of them. um, I'll just jump in. I had a it. So it came up a bunch of times, like kind of in a short period. And one of them being, I was interviewed on that girl podcast a few weeks back. And one of the first things that Jackie, the host asked me was, so Janice, do you think that it really means that you have moved on when you get to the point where you have compassion for your ex? Hmm. And I, I sat back and I said, actually, no, <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah. think at all that that's necessary. And, yeah. you know, I said, I, you know, I think maybe for some, some people that's important, but, um, no, I, that, that's not what I, that, that's not what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also hear from clients kind of this variations on this theme of, I know I shouldn't be angry, but I am, um, and even we did a Q&A hangout with Ella Global Community. Shout out. Uh, shout out. We love them. And uh, one of the questions that we got was, why do I feel angry when I should be forgiving? And so there, there is a lot of like pressure um, to get to this place of forgiveness in order to heal and but yet when you ask people what forgiveness means, everyone will say something different. Yeah. It's, and it's really, it's interesting because like we've gotten to this place in the wellness community where you, you, you people don't like to do the shoulds. And yeah. this is the one thing where you see 
wellness expert saying should, 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 yeah. must, must, must. It's kind of, it reminds me of the whole like partnering in the breakup. Like, yep. yes, conscious yeah. uncoupling. There it that is. It, it's, it shows, <laughs> it shows that you're like, you're, you are the, the mature, yeah, evolved yeah. person when, exactly. when you can stay friends with your ex. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's, yeah, good example. So we have, oddly avoided this topic until now, but we think that it's very important to discuss for a number of reasons. First of all, forgiveness can (laughs) be so freeing for some people. Yeah. But (laughs) there's also a danger, and I've experienced this and seen it, that it can really more serve to invalidate someone's experience. And like I just said, there are a few shoulds in moving on. And in our opinion, forgiveness is not one of them. Um, so I think that it's important that we do address it because I don't want, I, you know, I know that people listen to um, our advice and I, I want to make sure that we go on the record, on the record. <laughs> saying that this is, up, this is something that's up to you. Yeah. And there is no authority on what it means to forgive. And this is one of the things that gets tricky with this topic. Um, We want to officially give you permission to discover this on your own. Yeah. And some things are not acceptable ever. And for some people, forgiveness feels like letting someone off the hook of responsibility for doing something that's not okay. And we know that a lot of people feel that way during a breakup. Yeah. So here are just some of the definitions that we have found (laughs) of forgiveness. I had so much fun coming up with this list because it just kept on getting longer and longer. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) So you no longer have feelings of anger. You no longer wish that the past have been different. You don't feel resentment. You're repairing a relationship you're not pursuing justice that came up a lot yeah the the justice the justice yeah Yeah. I found that interesting finding you found compassion for the person who wronged you that also (laughs) sorry but I I was surprised uh some of the things that came up again and again yeah this was one of them yeah finding empathy like another uh slightly different Mm -hmm. um synonym for compassion basically yeah Um, You're not expecting an apology from the other person. You're learning to see the situation from the other person's point of view. And even more. This also came up a number of times and I was surprised that you, forgiveness means that you get to a place where you know that the person who wronged you was just doing the best that they could at the time. What is the thing that we say over over and over again? I was doing the best I could at the time with the information I had. Yeah. (laughs) And I, a lot of people think that that's forgiveness when you think that about the other person. Yeah. Or freeing yourself from the pain of someone's actions. I like that Mm -hmm. one. Wanting good for the person who wronged you could be forgiveness. According to some people, everyone out there, this is not what we think. This is, (laughs) these are things that people say, this is what it says in wellness websites, things like that. Forgiveness, according to some people, is understanding the origins of someone's cruelty 
forgiveness might be not letting what happened in the past inform your present day decisions. Uh, according to the Mayo Clinic, forgiveness is letting go of grudges. And then I found a couple quotes that I thought were interesting. For instance, Robert Enright, who wrote the book, Eight Steps to Forgiveness, says, forgiveness is about goodness, about extending mercy to those who've harmed us, even if they don't deserve it. Karen Schwartz, who is the director of Mood Disorders Adult Consultation Clinic at John Hopkins Hospital, says, it is an active process in which you make a conscious decision to let go of negative feelings, whether the person deserves it or not. And of course, many people know that forgiveness is a very common and strong theme in Christianity. And I, on a Christian website, I found this quote, which I thought was interesting. Unforgiveness breeds bitterness, resentment, anger, unkindness, and even despair. One thing I wanted to mention also that I thought was interesting was that I, I saw a numerous YouTube videos that on the topic that forgiveness means that you go back and you focus on all the bad things that you've done in your life. And you think about all the times that you were forgiven and therefore decide to do the same for someone else. Yeah. And I don't know if I like that approach personally. I mean, when you're, but we're going to, I guess, get into all yeah, of this, but it's a little just, guilt trippy. Yeah. I mean, when you are already, when you're struggling with something, so when someone has wronged you to then put yourself in this place where you have to go back and yeah, shame yourself. Like, I, I just, I don't them. know if that's healthy. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. And also maybe you haven't done anything that's comparable. <laughs> seriously good point um so we also checked in with our friends because yeah. our our social our, our social circle like they all have really good things to say as well so um my friend marissa who like literally helped me through a lot of my breakup process um she says that it doesn't necessarily have to be that you're okay with everything but that you're at peace with everything and you're choosing f- to move from i hate you to i nothing you mm-hmm. and it doesn't she doesn't think that you necessarily have to forgive but you do need to know that not forgiving someone does put more of an impact on you than the person that you're angry at um, and a big part of forgiveness is remembering that people are people and they can do really good things and really bad things, but in general, they're doing the best that they can. <laughs> Back to the best they yeah, can. Yeah, uh-huh. in general. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Chris, she said that acknowledging that's, that forgiveness is acknowledging that someone does more good than the bad that they did. Um, and my boyfriend, he said <laughs> that... He thinks forgiveness comes when someone does something out of character that they are remorseful for and you're able to still see a future with them that isn't going to be weighted down by whatever you're forgiving them for and that it also depends on how much that person means to you. Um, Mm -hmm. So he doesn't feel like there's any need to forgive random strangers that, you know, don't... (laughs) mean anything to you yeah do you forgive the people who participated in the insurrection (laughs) do you forgive them (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> I let's, why let's that not open that me, but... can of worms. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when, as soon as you said random person, I just thought of a random person that did something I'm angry yeah, about and like, that came mm. to mind. <laughs> so I also did a, a little survey because I'm, I was, I'm fascinated that it's so hard to come to yeah. um, one answer about this. And so uh, one of my friends, Jesse, oh, friend of the show. Yeah, um, was a guest. I asked her and she said that she feels forgiveness is letting someone back into my life without holding what they did against them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I also have to say that she sent me probably three different voicemails where she was about to say what she thought it was. And then she went back and then she said, wait, I'm having <laughs> such a hard time with this. I don't yeah. know. And then this is what she finally landed on. Uh-huh. Um, and also she said, that she thinks that forgiving is something that she chooses to do when she sees that someone has changed. Okay. Yeah. And then I had a long conversation about this with my friend Devin on a virtual happy hour the other night. And she actually said that she's um, kind of on a constant quest to figure it out. Yeah. Um, She's a very religious person and she actually, she never did come up with an answer. Okay. My friend Nat she said that forgiveness means that you don't feel anger toward the person anymore. And then she sent me another message and she said that she thought that was really funny because she has a person in her life that she's forgiven and they've repaired things. Mm -hmm. And then that day, the very same day that I asked her about this, she said that she had come across a, a very old text message from back when they were having their conflict and that she immediately felt angry. Yeah. (laughs) And so she said, you know, I feel like I've forgiven, but you know, I just said, it's not anger, but I, you know, if I think about it, I do kind of feel, feel angry. So those are all the opinions about what it means to forgive. We're going to go on, but first let's take a break to talk about one of our podcast buddies. Witches, Bitches, and Queers is a podcast by life coach Christina Carlson and dives into the intimacies and spiritual practices of thought leaders, healers, and creatives to find insight on what spirituality means to different people. So cool. (laughs) Christina herself is an ex-Christian and approaches this subject with openness and creativity. I went on her show in August to to discuss my sordid history both growing up Mormon and leaving the faith. The episode is titled Cut Off from Mormonism with Janice Formicella. I promise you that Christina is a great interviewer and she's also a great coach. We both highly recommend her show for anyone who is at all interested in personal growth. Go and check her out today. Awesome. So back into forgiveness. I think the reason why there's a lot of societal pressure to get to forgiveness is because of what it kind of promises to provide the person Mm -hmm. who is forgiving. So the Mayo Clinic said, if you don't practice forgiveness, you might be the one that pays the most dearly. By embracing forgiveness, you also embrace peace, hope, gratitude, and joy. Consider how forgiveness can lead you down the path of physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being, which is like, oh my God, I feel like I I have to do it now. (laughs) This is the the answer to personal growth. Yeah, like this is (laughs) the the path to happiness. Um, A lot of the other tropes that we found is that 
forgiveness can lead to healthier relationships, improved mental health, less anxiety, stress, and hostility, lower blood pressure, fewer symptoms of depression, a stronger immune system, improved <laughs> heart health, improved self-esteem. It's like, this is like the fountain of youth, essentially. <laughs> Totally. But and this, it's crazy it? because you see these same things on so many like fucking Mayo Clinic, you know, yeah. like on really well-respected sources, but without really a lot of proof. And again, without a strong a, definition, a clear definition. Yeah. yeah. So one of the ways that I have learned about what it means to forgive for me is through my journey with forgiving myself. I thought that that was important to talk about. I think that a lot of people struggle to get there. I think a lot of people feel that they've forgiven other people, but that they haven't forgiven themselves. Mm. And like I said, for me, I feel like I know the definition um, because of how I view this. It took me a really, really long time to get here. I punished myself for things for so long, mm -hmm. but now I will say that I've fully forgiven myself for the many things that I've done in my life that had very negative consequences. So for me, this looks like being able to think about my actions and think about the things that I used to be ashamed of with intense compassion for myself and the person I was at the time. Mm. You know, I realized I came from a crazy background. I did lots of things in my life because I was looking for love and acceptance. And I, I get that now. And like, um, I have sympathy and I have love for myself and love for the person that I was at the time. I used to be very angry at myself and I am not anymore. I can definitely say that. I have pride in how far I've come. I don't mm -hmm. have shame. I do understand that I was doing the best I could at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say I resonate a bit, a bit with that. I have knowledge and understanding that the unique circumstances of my life and how I was raised influenced some of the poor decisions that I made. Oh, and I also want to say that for me, forgiving myself does not look like the absence of regret. This is another thing that a lot of people go around saying that you should not have regrets in life. I believe that regret means you wish things would have been different. And this is also something that I've seen people say that forgiveness means that you don't regret the past and you, you don't wish that something wouldn't have happened. I don't agree with that. Um, for me, the idea of no regrets is like saying that I would have done the same things over again. Yeah. And no, I, I put in our show <laughs> in our notes here. Absolutely fucking not. Not. <laughs> I have learned valuable lessons through my mistakes. I talk about that on the show a lot. I am definitely the strong person I am today because of learning the very hard way about how to show up for myself. I would not be as fiercely independent as I am today without perhaps some of the things I went through. However, some of the things I went through were very devastating that I wouldn't wish on anyone and I would not go through them again. <laughs> um, so this journey to forgive myself has been a very conscious process. And because of this journey, I have come to understand what forgiveness is. And I've also come to understand that 
there are people in my life that I have not forgiven and that I consciously choose not to. I know this is going to be controversial for us to say, but I am being honest. I try to be honest because I know that the show helps people. And if what I know of self-forgiveness can be applied to forgiving others, then I choose to hold on to some of my quote negative feelings about things that have happened because it helps me feel strong and it helps me feel validated. Mm-hmm. And I really want to point out that my experience with domestic violence played a huge role in me getting to this realization. I went back to my partner at the time multiple times <laughs> and mm-hmm. I would leave because of fears for my safety or after a incident, what happened, abusive incident. I knew that my partner had mental health problems and that he struggled with addiction. And so I fully forgave him for what he did on several occasions. And it kept me in a really vicious, really harmful situation. You know, it caused me to kind of blame myself for the abuse. And when I decided for good to not forgive, that is what actually set me free. Yeah. And it also helped me to set boundaries for future relationships. So yeah, Yeah. it influenced how I think about it today. It's, it's so important. And, you know, yeah, there are some things that just aren't forgivable and that, you know, we shouldn't be making excuses for just because we see like why someone did something. Mm -hmm. Um, And even though there's so many people out there saying it sets you free, you know, I took a class, a workshop on forgiveness a few months back and they had us watch this YouTube video, um, you know, about this woman who's parents had been killed and she went through this process of forgiving and actually starting to communicate with the man who was in jail for it. And I'm so glad that that helped her. But, you know, the point of the Ted talk was that this is what you must do. And I just thought this is, this can actually be so harmful for people who feel like they, they have to, to forgive people who have done these atrocious things, you know, it helped you, but it might not help everyone. Yeah. And I don't know. I think that that, yeah, I think if, if you come to a place where that's your definition of forgiveness is, is open communication with someone who did probably the worst thing you can do to a person. Yeah. Um, I mean, good for you, but I don't think that's a standard we should try to impose, um, on people. And like, I talk about my toxic ex and I think it's clear to anyone who's listened to the episodes where I talk about him (laughs) that I've not forgiven him um, in some aspects of the word. Um, We'll talk about our own personal definitions in a bit, but if I could go back, I wouldn't have dated him. So I have like that same thing where like, forgiveness for me doesn't mean that I wouldn't have changed the past if like magic was real and we could go back. Um, I wouldn't have done the same things. And I think for me, that argument about like, oh, I wouldn't be the person I am today without that. Like, I do like who I am, but I'd probably be in a better mental position if I hadn't had that experience yeah yeah I I actually yeah you're yeah right I (laughs) could have gotten to where I am I think it was always inside of me and it it would have emerged at some point yeah and honestly like I I hear that with people who have suffered abuse that whole like oh but whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger and it's like no it gave me mental health issues 
like yeah. it made it harder for me <laughs> like mm-hmm. um yeah and so i think i would have learned the lessons that i learned through that experience some other way i would have lost my naivety some other way perhaps in a more gentle way <laughs> So yeah, I think I also would have handled other situations differently when we talk about forgiving ourselves. I'm honestly the worst person to talk about regrets with because I I have a lot of them. Um, I and, love that we're being so honest. Yeah. I, think, I really hope that this helps people. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, from the, like starting this podcast even, it was like, hey, I have done this the hard way and the way that I would never recommend to someone. So let me talk about that experience so that, you know, hopefully um, you don't have to try it yourself. Um, Yeah. And I have, you know, in terms of forgiving myself for things that I've done, I've come to a place of knowing that who I am today is not who I was and that I can't expect my past self to have been able to reach the same conclusions I have today. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to touch really quickly on forgiveness and breakups versus forgiveness in long-term relationships. And once again, this is just my opinion, but I do believe that forgiveness in all sense of the word and probably all the things that we listed are important in relationships. Yeah. I, I don't believe that a romantic relationship can function or survive if there is anger, lingering resentment over, you know, something that your partner did. I I really, really believe that. I agree. And this is why I think that it is so hard to recover from cheating and why we kind of say that it's not likely that you will be able to. I think that it's really hard to feel indifferent about someone cheating on you. (laughs) Um, So that's just my opinion. I wanted to point that out. Cool. Yeah. In the Girls Gotta Eat episode with Esther Perel, she talks about... um, you know, recovery from cheating, that's like one of her big things is helping couples navigate that. She says, Mm -hmm. you know, if you've been trying and you've like on paper forgiven your partner, but every time something comes up where they mess up, it's like you bring up the cheating again or you bring up what they did in the past. She's like, that's when you start to be like, okay, we've tried this and, and we're just not actually getting to full forgiveness. Like, Um, and that's when, you know, it's time to call it quits. Um, and she's, you know, probably one of the biggest or at least well-known, uh, proponents of trying to heal a relationship after cheating. Um, and even she's like, Hey, if you just can't get there, Mm -hmm. you can't get there. Right. And and if you can, that's fine as well. I just, I do think that that's hard for people. So Mm -hmm. let's get into how Claire and I both feel about forgiveness and also the difference between forgiving and releasing. (laughs) For me, (laughs) the the most important thing in my life, well, I don't know if the most important, but a very important thing in my (laughs) life that has been able to um, look back on the very crazy shit that happened in my relationships from a disconnected place. Mm. I look back on them from a place where I lack emotion when talking or thinking about it. I was at a bar with a friend last night and X-Files came up and I mentioned something and I just sat there with nothing coming up because I was mentioning how my past relationships now play a role in in the show. And 
I was completely neutral. I look back on my relationships from a place where I can say things were very wrong. Um, But also I'm not living in this constant victimhood, which I think it was important for me as well, because I definitely could have. (laughs) Um, I, it's been important for me to get to a place where I don't think about my exes very often. If it wasn't for X-Files, it would probably (laughs) never come into my mind. But again, I'm able to come on the show and talk about it kind of a lot and end the show and get on with my day and feel great. Yeah. Um, after both of the breakups I've discussed, um, well, no, I don't know if I did discuss, but with my ex-husband and with my abuser, um, afterwards I felt so shattered and I struggled with such intense depression. I thought that it would just kind of always be a part of me at the time. Mm -hmm. And so between these two things, you know, not, not still being depressed about it and not being emotional when I think about it, I've definitely released both people for sure. Mm -hmm. That's releasing for me, That's releasing. (laughs) but I would not go so far as to say I've forgiven certain situations. I wouldn't say that I've forgiven these two men. Um, I don't have compassion for them. No, I just don't. I'm so sorry. But, and you know, I look back in, in, into the details of each situation. And I don't think that they were doing their best. No, I really (laughs) don't. And if I do kind of dwell on it and the, and if I was really honest with myself, I would say, I do have anger about certain things. I do not want certain people in my life. And so for me, that this is a difference. Yeah. I mean, I, so I wrote my definition before, like, reading through and like working on the rest of the script because Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have it be influenced by what I was reading and I defined forgiveness as releasing expectations expectations of change of retribution or of the person ever being remorseful um and that I guess for me, forgiveness is to just give yourself peace. So it's more like it's something that's contained within my sphere. Like I don't have to tell someone that I've forgiven them. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, honestly, to me, I think my my definition of forgiveness is definitely more in line with your definition of releasing. Um, Yeah, because I yeah i at least there's like levels of forgiveness maybe because you know there there are situations that i i've i've released expectations of change retribution or remorse Mm -hmm. but i am still like i don't think we're right and i don't think that person is a good person and I I don't want to ever be around them. (laughs) So like, (laughs) you know, there's no, there's no maintaining the relationship required in my very low bar for what forgiveness Mm. is for myself, I guess. So, um, I thought that we'd just run through some popular quotes on forgiveness. I just thought this would be kind of fun. We'll go through them quickly. Martin Luther King Jr. Forgiveness is not an occasional act. It is a constant attitude. Okay. Nelson Mandela. This is a very famous one. Thank you, Claire, for putting it in here. Resentment is like drinking poison and then hoping it will kill your enemies. 
Mm. I just, I don't know. Like it depends on if you're living in constant resentment, but yeah. Um, so Louis B. Smeads, author of Forgive and Forget, Healing the Hurts We Don't Deserve, says that to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover the prisoner was you. <laughs> um, That's such grand sweeping statements. Yeah. And it feels really good when you read them. They're like, yeah, I would I'd be that saintly person. And then you think about a real life circumstance and you're like, no. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, Oprah Winfrey Forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could have been any different. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, again, I I just don't. I can't get there myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My girl tastes Taylor Swift. T Swift. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she says, you know, people go on and on about like you have to forgive and forget to move past something. No, you don't. You don't have to forgive and you don't have to forget to move on. You can move on without any of those things happening. I love um, it. I hardly I, came across any, you know, public figure who said anything like that. I yeah. love it. And I feel like, you know, a lot of her um, repertoire of work is like showing the power in uh not forgiving, not forgetting and processing it, processing your anger and hard feelings about something that happened and yeah. moving on yep. without, without forgiveness mm-hmm. um, and maybe forgetting. So, and then to round it out, we have a quote from the movie, Just Friends, the character Samantha James with her new hit single, Forgiveness. Forgiveness is more than saying sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So our experience with forgiveness and relationships, we have touched on this quite a bit, but I am, I would just like to kind of give a little recap. So for me, my marriage anger was actually a kind of an important place for me to get and then stay in. (laughs) So after we divorced, I got to this place after I kind of healed where I guess maybe it was because I was healed. I started to get to this really loving place mentally for my ex. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, yeah, a, lo- a place of forgiveness. And um, for various reasons, we ended up getting back together for a short time. And no, worse, yeah. one of the worst decisions I've ever made in my life, to be yeah. honest. The so eye rolls no. are big with this, uh, <laughs> with this one. Mm-hmm. By the way, I, I actually, <laughs> um, I saw a hypnotherapist to help me get over it the second time. And I was like, I just want to feel angry again damn it. Um, she wouldn't help me with that, but so oh my yeah. gosh, she's like, yeah, that doesn't seem good. No, it's not ethical, <laughs> but, um, I mean, really, I, and I, I still, I'm no, he was a prick. Um, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't forgiven him. I probably won't, but also I don't even think about it that much. Yeah. Um, and then abuser, of course, like I said earlier, um, even more than with my marriage, um, I actually feel more indifferent almost. Yeah. Um, So I think the hardest thing for me, and I think the hardest thing probably for a lot of um, survivors is getting to the place where you forgive yourself for what happened. And that was the most important thing for me, not to learn how to forgive him. I I had to learn how to forgive myself. And so once I did that, I I was able to move past it. And then um, this is something actually I'm struggling with now because I have as an ex-Mormon been treated so appallingly by people who should be loving towards me. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's something that I'm trying really hard to release, but not forgive because 
they're my family. And so I've tried really hard on a number of occasions and have done the forgiveness thing where I feel compassion, you know, they're in a religious community and, you know, they're doing the best they can because of how they were raised. And then, and so on multiple occasions, I've gotten to that point, tried, you know, to do my part to rebuild things and gotten burned. You know, <laughs> like burned, burned. And so the last, and so the last round of this that um, happened, I sat down and I, I just thought, you know what, for at least, uh, I'm not going to forgive this, this time around, at least yeah. for a while. What I would like to do now is release it. So yes. So in, and so these are all cases where I've consciously chosen um, not, not to forgive. And I just want to let people know that mm, it's okay. If you feel the same way, Th- that's my experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, family is so tough. I feel like it's one of the areas where forgiveness is like you, you have people coming forward saying like, my father was abusive and now we're best friends. And it's like really setting up this, this idea that that is attainable for Mm -hmm. everyone and that you should be striving for that. And you honestly, you don't. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. And this is why I did it too, because of, you know, I read books on family dynamics and a lot of them do focus on getting to a place of, of forgiveness. And, yeah. and I, I was there, I, you know, forgave some <laughs> really bad shit. And you know what, I actually think it was a mistake. I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, it takes us back to some of the things other, like, um, other people have said about this, um, mm-hmm. like Marissa and my boyfriend, it's like when you see that the person has changed or when it's something out of yeah. character and mm-hmm. with your family, they really haven't changed and it was very much in character. Yeah, them, yeah you're so you. right. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. you saying that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. Um, so for me, I definitely did not forget what my toxic ex did and I will never, ever, ever reestablish any level of relationship with him. Um, But I do think that I have forgiven in like my definition of it in some respects. So for instance, I've transitioned out of fear, victimhood and a lack of control or autonomy into the belief in my own power to like never let him fuck with my life again. I don't believe he's changed. I don't believe he's different. Um, He's likely just better at not getting caught. (laughs) And in that way, I forgive him because he is who he is. Like, I was, you know, at the time when I met him, I don't think I realized what he was because he's very good at putting on this, like, charismatic charade. (laughs) Um, I get it. Yeah. And, but now that I do know who he is and what he's capable of, I have no expectations of him ever changing or being any different. Mm -hmm. Like he, it's just kind of like, um, you know, trying to cuddle a bear and being like surprised that the bear hurts you. Like, (laughs) like just don't put yourself in that situation. Um, I'm not going to like wrap rail against the reality of who someone is um i no longer engage with him and i don't try to convince him that what he did is wrong like i think that was um like in the months that followed the breakup and 
toxicity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I was trying to show him what he did wrong. I was trying to like tell him and those messages just aren't going to land with someone who just doesn't have the capacity for it. Um, so I just don't have that like disbelief, victimhood and desire to change him anymore. And like Marissa said, people are people and they're doing the best they can and sometimes they mess up. But for some monsters are monsters and they won't ever be bigger than the way they treated you and it has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I think the way I view him as someone who has sociopathic tendencies and doesn't seem to care about the effect he has on people. I think that that view and how I didn't understand like any sort of human reason behind what he did um, is what affected my like capacity for forgiveness. Like if I don't see a well-intentioned motivation behind what you do, I don't think I can get to that like, you know, pinnacle of forgiveness. Like there's Mm -hmm. a low bar of forgiveness I can get to of like releasing. Um, yeah. but I can't, this, this came up though, in yeah, the, in the videos again, that you have that you like go back and think of this person's childhood and think about, like, you no. know, all, all the things that led <laughs> them to be, do the things they did and yeah. to be the person that they did. And therefore you'll have compassion for them and like, <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> yeah. And also from what I've learned about his childhood, he's always been like this. Um, so compared that situation to dumpster fire so dumpster fire i feel complete forgiveness for like i wish him the best um i'm no longer trying to get him to his best you know i'm not involved in his life in the severity of the things he did he wasn't quite like the toxic ex like he never got quite that bad um but there were plenty of things that if i had described on paper would be pretty bad and i don't talk about them on the podcast because they're things that are crossing the line into like too close to me emotionally to talk about but you know just know it's one of those things where if your friend was going through it you'd be like no leave Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so but for him i could see exactly what motivated him I could see how with each misstep he made, he tried to correct and that that trying to correct it made things worse. And it just like spiraled out of control for him. And he just didn't have like, he didn't have the tools to like make things better. And it just like every time he tried to, it just made things worse. So like in that, I I see how it happened, even though it was like really affecting me personally, that that struggle on his part. Yeah. Um, the intention was good. Um, it was just honestly too much to carry. Um, there's a quote uh, that I saved for now by Emma Goldman, who's a feminist anarchist known for her political activism in the late 1800s and early 1900s. I'd never heard of her, so that's why I shared. Oh my God, I was yeah. just about to say, if you don't know who Emma Goldman is, please go. That's me. Go. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, badass woman from history, everyone. Yeah. You, you, you should and need to know who, who this person yeah, was. So I mean, the, oh, I love that. Pretty, she's gnar, but anyway, <laughs> she said... Before we can forgive one another, we have to understand one another. And so with Dumpster Fire, I had that understanding. But even with understanding leading to the capacity for 
forgiveness, I did not take him back when he asked because even though I had forgiven him for what he had done, I didn't forget it and neither was I willing to do it again. Like I do believe he could change and could get better, but when I knew him, he was not doing the things that would have led to that. He was very much getting in his own way and I wasn't going to put myself in that situation. So yeah, um, in being able to see his drivers and motivation and his toolkit that he was working with for relationships, I knew it would be insane of me to expect a different outcome. And, um, and even with forgiveness, it doesn't mean that someone has a free pass to keep doing the same things just because you forgave them once, you know? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's tricky um, for sure. As far as having boundaries go. And again, yeah. I, I, I tried it with my yeah, family. I'm like, it. I'm going to do things differently. And still, um, yeah. Claire, thank you so much for sharing your experience. Um, I really liked the distinction that you made and I felt kind of compelled to make sure that I mentioned, um, I, what I said about, you know, my husband and my abuser, that's, I are, you know, that's this, this, that's very specific to them. Yeah. I have been in other relationships. <laughs> I've had yeah. many other partners and exactly. um, I've had boyfriends. And I want to say um, I, there are people from my past who I've, for, I have forgiven for sure. Yeah. And who I don't still have, I don't have the same feelings as I do towards those two men. So I, I do want to make sure that I say that there, I, I have exes yeah. who I have forgiven. So seeming like the biggest yeah. ice queen in the world. Um, <laughs> no, I never thought that. Okay. <laughs> so what are we getting at? Um, people in the world, listeners who are going through breakups, how does this apply to you? Should you forgive your X, what does this mean for your healing? So first of all, I hope that we made this clear that this is a very personal choice. And that's one reason we're doing this episode. We want to empower you by helping you know that you can decide what forgiveness means, mm -hmm. and then you can decide how to apply it in your life and in your breakup. There are yeah. no shoulds when it comes to this. And especially not from the X-Files gals. Yeah. <laughs> and again, there's no authority on what it means to forgive. No one gets to tell you the correct way to move on. Yeah. Especially not your ex. So just don't listen to them, whatever they say about forgiveness. Yeah. I mean, I guess <laughs> you should <laughs> not be talking to them anyway. You shouldn't be talking to them. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Let's shit all myself. over each other. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, so another thing that comes up, like it came up with Ella, is resentment. You may always have it. Like I definitely do to my toxic ex. You definitely do to your abuser and to your ex-husband. Like it's it's okay if you are reminded of the specific instances of what happened and be like fuck that <laughs> like mm -hmm. yeah that sucked um you know i think the goal is to um get to whatever definition allows you to live your life and not be like stuck in victimhood but also you know not be um like trying to force yourself into a definition of forgiveness that doesn't work for you yep 
um, or like acting in a certain way because you think it's what you should do to prove that you have forgiveness. It's like, no, make your own definition. Um, whatever makes you feel better about the situation, that's what you should do. So, um, I think with, with resentment and with, um, like feeling the space of you're not quite forgiving your ex yet you can feel like you're in like your breakup is in the driver's seat and is mm -hmm. controlling your life um and we just want to reassure you that like it will not always be that way especially if you're listening to this podcast you're setting yourself <laughs> up for yeah, really escaping that mental place um and you can move on from this breakup regardless of how and whether you decide to use forgiveness to do so. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I really hope that this helped people. And yes, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Claire, for sharing your experience. And if you loved this episode and, you know, enjoyed what we had to say about forgiveness, it would mean so much to us if you would go and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you thought of the episode. Yeah, that seriously rocks our world, everyone. If you want to pay it forward, do it that way, please. <laughs> we love it. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, we will speak to your ears very, very soon. And with that, good night, good morning, good afternoon, whatever it is. We'll yeah, you got you this. Later. You got this. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening to X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you liked this episode, please help others find us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or by following the show on Spotify. And if you'd like to connect more with us and learn about breakup coaching, find us on Instagram at X-Files Podcast.